If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. So fire officials believe they've figured out the cause of Monday's 135-acre wildfire in the Sedona-Moran County line. Experts believe it was due to a chain scraping across the road on the northbound side of Highway 101. The chain shot out sparks, causing a series of roadside fires along the way. The chain was likely hanging from a vehicle or a trailer of some sort. No buildings were damaged and no one was hurt by the fire, thankfully. Well, thank you for Doing what you do as always, Sonoma County firefighters. You're absolutely amazing. Uh, so yesterday, a judge sentenced rapper R. Kelly to 30 years in prison. It's U.S. District Judge Ann Donnelly gave the sentence after hearing from several survivors of Kelly's crimes back in September 2021. So R. Kelly has been in jail since 2019. He also has another upcoming trial in Chicago facing a different set of charges. So who knows how long R. Kelly is going to be in jail, hopefully for a very, very, very long time. Uh, proceedings on that are scheduled to begin on August 15th. Have some good news for you today. Kelsey Ballerini's fourth album is finished. There's a hole in the bottle, leaking all this wine. So Kelsey shared a picture of herself on Instagram. She's somewhere in California and she wrote, quote, drove the Pacific Coast Highway and listened to the final mixes of my album. Now I'm going to eat copious amounts of sushi and drown in gratitude for this new chapter we get to share together so soon. So she managed this while she was here for country summer, it seems like to me. And I just want to say that's awesome. Uh, and we'll keep you updated and posted on Kelsey Ballerini's new album whenever we get more details. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Getting drunk on a plane. I'm just sitting out here watching airplanes. Over 40 million people are expected to travel during the 4th of July holiday weekend. Have you seen someone on a plane who has made themselves a little too comfortable? An airline passenger was recently left stunned after another passenger turned her seat into a bed. And what we mean by that was she was lying in a horizontal position while draping her feet on the headrest of the seat in front of her. Hey, good for her. <laughs> I mean, get comfy when you can. Was it a long flight? Do we know? I don't know if how long the flight was. I get it. You know, I specifically paid extra last time to get a window seat just so I could get comfy. That did not work out for me because a mom made me trade with her so she could sit next to her kid Dang. and I was not comfortable at all. So get it while you can. Would you do this? I mean, yeah. I would be so terrified of people watching me literally use my seat as a bed and my feet are in there. doesn't matter how long the flight is. It feels a lot longer in those circumstances. No shame. I'd do it. <laughs> I, I would do it. I've never seen anyone do anything like this, but I would do it. Have you ever seen someone get too comfortable on a plane in any way that you're like, okay, that's weird. This isn't your house. I mean, so many times I've seen some really interesting setups on airplanes because they are not comfortable. Why don't they make them more comfortable? That's what I want to that's what I want to ask today. Why aren't airplanes more comfortable? Because they want to stuff as many people in a small <laughs> space as possible and unfortunately it's, it's going to continue to get smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah, I saw this lady position her uh what do you call it? Neck pillow in a very interesting way over the like tray table. 
And I was like, that looks so uncomfortable, yeah. but you look comfortable. Yeah, I I wish I had the confidence to do that. Uh, one time when I was on an airplane, a guy was sitting next to me and decided to take not only his shoes off, which I wouldn't have mind, but he also took his socks off and he sat crisscross applesauce and his feet were like right next to me. And I was like, dude, that's just nasty. That's stinky. Of course, that's I didn't gross. say anything. <laughs> but I'm, uh, I, I'm still thinking about it now. I mean, yeah. What, what Have you ever been in a situation where someone says something sir could you please put your shoes back on that's disgusting no one would ever say that in their right minds i wish i would but i'm just not confrontational or anything uh debbie from hidden valley who got way too comfortable next to you on a flight i think the guy who asked me if he could lay his head on my shoulder to sleep because he said um, I always have my wife with me, and I just need to take, you know, I just can't rest if I can't lean my head against someone's shoulder. That's weird. I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had a neck pillow, so I told him, put your neck pillow if you want there, but yeah. don't get too close. <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. So since I was out from the show, sick with COVID-19 for a little while, I figured we'd brush up on our coronavirus knowledge with a game of yes or BS. So I'm going to read a COVID fact and Tanner has to guess whether or not the fact is true or true or if it's a load of BS. I haven't caught COVID yet, so hopefully my knowledge about the disease <laughs> is around in my noggin somewhere. All right. Well, luckily you don't have COVID brain like I do, so maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. It's all, it's all there. All right, here's the first fact. If you already had COVID, you won't get it again. You're immune. That's BS. So while it's good for the immune system to have a memory of the virus, Tanner, you all are correct. Yeah. It's still inside your body, and it can resurface. I've met people that have received COVID like three times before. I love how you said received COVID. Yeah. Thank you. Like it's a <laughs> like gift a gift, or something. Yeah. All right. Here's the next fact. Is it yes or BS? The Delta variant is very transmissible and more easily spread than the original strain of COVID. Yes. You are correct. Studies have shown that a person infected with a Delta variant of COVID has roughly 1,000 times more copies of the virus in their respiratory tracts than a person infected with the original strain. Just hearing this stuff, I want to go wash my hands. <laughs> Highly recommend. Yeah. Uh, so getting the COVID vaccine actually gives you COVID, yes or BS? I think technically yes. It's BS. It's not medically possible. The vaccine does not contain the virus. Oh, well... The more you more know. You know. <laughs> okay, so the technology used to create the COVID vaccines is new. Yes or BS? Ooh, I'm going to have to go with BS. They're correct. <laughs> so the technology is used is called messenger RNA or mRNA. It's not new. Research on it actually began in the early 1990s. Dang. We were preparing, getting ourselves ready. Yeah, SARS has been around for a while, and this is like a new strain kind of, of SARS. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Summer is here. What is your go-to summer food? So, Amber, I can definitely tell I've been spending too much time by myself recently. 
because I went to the grocery store yesterday and I bought this big old watermelon and I brought it home and I love watermelon, but I only eat it in the summer. And I grabbed a giant knife, I cut the top of the watermelon open and I just grabbed a fork and started eating the watermelon. It didn't cut it up or anything, just right out of the watermelon. Okay, I mean, it's just, it's mostly water. That's why it's called watermelon. So it's fine that you ate the whole watermelon. I made this giant sticky mess. There was like watermelon on my couch, on my coffee table, on the floor. I don't know why I'm such a slob, but I just went in. You should have just ate it outside (laughs) at that point. Or in your bathtub. (laughs) You just go outside my apartment. There's some shirtless dude with a watermelon and a fork. Cammy comes home and you're just in the bathtub eating it. It's everywhere. She goes, what are you doing? Mind your business. Oh, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Amber, what would you say your go-to summer food is? Um, It's got to be like peach ice cream. I know that's so specific, but summers growing up in Georgia, my nanny used to make homemade peach ice cream, Whew. and I am so nostalgic for it. So every time summer comes around, it starts to get a little hot out. I think about that homemade peach ice cream. So it has to be homemade for you? Yeah. And I haven't had it in a really long time. I've never had that before. I'm going to have to try that out. Yeah, it's 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 delicious. On our Froggy Instagram at Froggy929, here's what you said when we were talking about our favorite summer meals or foods. So Amy from Rona Park kind of agrees with me. She said ice cream. We have a rule in our house that we only eat ice cream in the summer. Uh, Nick from Windsor said anything grilled. My carne asada is the best in Sonoma County. Oh, well, bring some by, yeah, and we'll be the judges of that, Nick from <laughs> Windsor. Uh, Brandy from Santa Rosa says Amy's work at Slush. That sounds so good right now. It's delicious. I'm going to have to make a trip up to Healdsburg. Amber and Tanner, when song comes, till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So the co-creator of this show, Friends, her name is Marta Kaufman. Uh, she's admitting now what everyone else saw in her show, a lack of diversity. And she's doing so with the pledge of $4 million to her alma mater, which is Brandeis University in Massachusetts. So she said, and I quote, I've learned a lot in the last 20 years. Admitting and accepting guilt is not easy. It's painful looking at yourself in the mirror. I'm embarrassed that I didn't know any better 25 years ago. So you've never seen Friends, which I'm sure a lot of us have. Uh, Friends aired from 1994 to 2004. Huge show. Very popular. Uh, So her way of redeeming herself for the lack of diversity is by funding a scholar in the university's African, African-American studies department, which is one of the oldest in the country. Um, it's called the Marta F. Kaufman 78 professional or professorship in African and African-American studies. Um, so it's going to be great. It's going to, you know, insist in recruiting more scholars and teachers to create, you know, long-term academic and research goals, going to provide new opportunities for students. And, you know, I think this is a really great idea, this scholarship. And you know, some people are saying that she's only unburdening herself from the guilt and making it all about herself. But I don't really think that at all. I think she's putting her money where her mouth is and she's using actual words to take accountability. She's taking action, literally. Um, Yeah, a lot of people are saying this should have happened while Friends was in production, and of course. But now she's doing something and she's trying to affect positive change with this funding. Got a message from Maria from Sonoma, looks like. She said, "I, I felt this about the show for many years. My husband watched it as a teen and I was never a fan because I didn't feel like 
I was represented in the show. Got another message from Joanna from Petaluma. She said, I give Marta F. Kaufman nothing but kudos for admitting this. And that's how progress and real change happens. So do you agree with some of the folks out there that think she's just unburdening herself and being really selfish? Or do you agree with the way she handled the criticism? Amber and Tanner in the morning. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Mind, 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 answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. Here is today's mind bender. 26% of people have turned down a second date because they didn't like this about their date. So what is it? Here's clue number one. It's not their manners. Here's an extra clue for you. Can't see it. You might not be able to see it, but you can smell it. That is your third clue today. All right. What is it? 636-1467. Jeremy from Cloverdale. What's your guess for today's mind bender? Uh, Is it their breath? That is correct! (laughs) It's their bad, nasty, stinky breath, to be exact. But we're still giving you those tickets to the 4th of July Fireworks Spectacular! Awesome. Now, Jeremy, Thank you guys so much. if you went on a date with someone and they had bad breath, would that be it for you? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see you at the Green Music Center on the 4th of July. And it's thanks to who? Amber and Tanner in the morning. 92.9 Froggy. We've been burning both in. Lady A talked about the most iconic 4th of July song. celebration and reminder of this great country we get to live in and every time I think of 4th of July all I can think of is Lee Greenwood yeah. <laughs> I don't know why proud to be American it's like always right when you say it uh, I smell a barbecue and I'm here in Lee Greenwood over and over and over and fireworks that I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free and I won't forget the man who died who gave that right to me in your opinion, what is the most iconic 4th of July song? So I think Lee Greenwood is number one for me as well, but a close number two for me would probably be Born in the USA from the boss, Bruce Springsteen. This makes me just feel so patriotic. I'm like, yeah, I was born in Puyallup, Washington. Oh. I was born in the USA. <laughs> I mean, it's almost in Canada. Yeah. I don't know if it counts. Does it count? <laughs> You're like, you know what? You are one state away from the Canadian border. You are not American. No, I'm just kidding. Then you no. go, just get out of the studio. <laughs> I, I get the feeling of that Bruce Springsteen has a lot of pride. Yeah. A lot of national pride. Uh, Amber, what would you say is the most iconic 4th of July song for you? I love this song. And a lot of people do not think of this as a 4th of July song, but I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Miley Cyrus's Party in the USA. She says, like, U- yeah. she says USA. That's true. So it's 4th of July. Hands up. Right? My hands up are in the studio right now. I know a lot of people hate on that song, and I think it's unnecessary because I think it's, it's, it's a banger. A, it's a great song. Yeah. Just, like, listen to it and try to prove me wrong. <laughs> try. Getting try. some great responses on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. Talking about the most iconic 4th of July songs. Daryl from Petaluma says, a great one, American Soldier from Toby Keith. I'm an American soldier, an American. Nikki from Katati said, only in America from Brooks and Dunn. Only in America. 
An interesting one from Brett from Santa Rosa. It has to be American Pie by Don McLean. Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're calling Tim. Tim was a little late on his electricity bill, and Barry Martindale's going to give him a bad time about it by trying to ruin all his food. Hello. Hi there. I'm trying to reach Tim. Is this is him? Uh, yeah, that's me. Tim, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling from Katadi, and today I'm representing. And uh, it's all about your electricity bill. Uh, yeah, I, I screwed up there. I, I was behind for a little bit, but I ended up. Uh, I think it's. I think I might have paid it. It should be all paid in full now. Because it wasn't paid in full. Uh, during the period, we actually launched a new program just to shut off power in certain sections of your home. And uh, we have done that. It's a very exciting program, and we shut off certain the power in your garage. What do you, what do you mean certain sections? Like, Where did you shut the power off in the garage? We figured that since, you know, there's probably not much use for the garage, and, and oh, no harm. No, no, no. Hang on. I got a, I got a huge freezer in there. I got, I got uh, thousands of dollars worth of meat. I stack it up. I got some venison in there. I got regular beef. I ordered... Uh, I, I I order my meat uh, like ahead of time. I freeze it. And I how long has the freezer been out for? When did you do this? I wasn't aware of the freezer, and the power's been shut off since yesterday. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? I got all that stuff in the freezer. Well, it just I, got, I, I got I got a bunch of things that I, I got stuff charging that I need. In there, besides the meat in the freezer, I got I, my, my garage is used. And I'm just going to tell you right now that your meat's probably bad and you want to take care of that, but it's not our fault. Listen, I, I'm going to get on the phone with my lawyer, and I'm going to call and I'm going to sue you guys for shutting off power without telling me, and I'm losing all that, all that meat and stuff in there. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Uh, no way. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Is there a discontinued fast food or restaurant item that you miss? I was watching the Food Network yesterday and someone was making this white bean chicken chili and it just like memory unlocked. Does that ever happen to you? Tanner? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why just... I avoid food TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> I try to anyway because it makes me hungry, but it was on and I was watching it and I thought about this white bean chicken chili that I had at a Ruby Tuesdays in Macon, Georgia at the mall. <laughs> I've it never was... had Ruby Tuesdays. It's They had this white bean chicken chili and I don't know why it was so delicious and I was with my grandmother, Nanny, and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever had. We have to come back and get it again. We went back, not on the menu anymore. That's messed up. They were done with it. I was like, can you just tr- try to make it? They were like, no. <laughs> so my nanny did the sweetest thing. She went to the local Piggly Wiggly, and she found a recipe on the back of a bean jar for white bean chicken chili, and she made it for me. That is so sweet. Isn't that hilarious? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how did you find this? It's like the nicest thing anyone's done for me. But I do miss that menu item from Ruby Tuesdays. She was probably like, you know what? Amber just wanted one thing. 
in this entire world, and I will go make that happen. That's <laughs> okay. awesome. So, has this ever happened to you? You went to get something from like a fast food place or a restaurant, and it's not on the menu anymore? Yeah, the spicy McChicken from McDonald's. Now, they put it out every um, once in a while, and every time it's out, I'm like, okay, it's back forever. The next thing you know, it's gone again. I never had that. It is so good. Is it better than the number six spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's? It absolutely is. <laughs> no way! And also the fact that you know that it's a number six from Wendy's is hilarious to me. I'm going to get it tattooed on me you somewhere. Should. The number six from Wendy's <laughs> is the best. It's so good. I've had it in, uh, in Vegas, and I had it once in Fresno for some reason it was there. But I wish it was available all the time. Well, I feel that way about the white bean chicken chili, but I guess we're going to have to go with Nanny's recipe. We did ask on Facebook, uh, what's a discontinued fast food restaurant item that you missed on Amber and Tanner in the morning? And I got to say, all these are Taco Bell comments. <laughs> Deanna from Petaluma said the Taco Bell Tostada, the original and the spicy one. Uh, have you had that one? Nope. I've never had that. Uh, Sonia from Napa says the Taco Bell Enchirito. It's I've like an enchilada slash burrito. Oh, that sounds good. Never had that. Tony from Runner Park said the Taco Bell double decker taco, and I gotta agree, the double decker taco. Wait, who? What? What? What makes it a double decker? How is it double decked? It's just like literally two tacos mixed together. Weirdly enough, they're like there's like one taco inside another. Yeah, tacoception. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. What is something you'll never live down? So my girlfriend's out of town, and her entire family was FaceTiming me last night, and everyone was going, hi, Tinker, hi. And that's my nickname with her family, and I'm kind of embarrassed why. Uh, like a long, long time ago, I was asked if I was handy, if I could fix things. And I said, yeah, I, I'm pretty handy. I, I tinker around with things. Oh, so you lied. I'm just kidding. I'm no, just kidding. I 100% <laughs> lied. And <laughs> I know you know I'm not like the handiest fellow around. I don't know. Um, I don't know everything about you. Who knows? <laughs> In front of Cam's dad, I was putting a new tire on her car, and I put the lug nuts on backwards. Uh, see, I didn't even know you could do that. So you already, you already know more than I do. You already know more than I do. Apparently, they're supposed to go the other way around, not the way it's supposed to look. It's supposed to go the other way around. Okay. And ever since then, you went, you're a tinkerer, huh? Oh, so you said you tinker? You tinker. And then ever since then, it's on like Christmas presents, birthday gifts, and all that stuff. My name is now Tinker. And every time, it's a nice reminder that I will never live down messing up one thing. Oh gosh, now all these little kids in Sonoma County are going to be walking up to you like, Hey, Tinker! <laughs> Next year at Country Summers, Amber and Tinker in the morning! Oh, this guy doesn't know how to fix anything! <laughs> <laughs> Amber, have you ever had a situation where you did something and maybe it was a little embarrassing and now somebody won't let you live it down? Uh, yeah, so I kept backing into the trash can at my last job. <laughs> and like... I, I, I don't know what you call those. The big ones. The, the dumpster? The dumpster. Yeah. Why couldn't I think of that? I kept wanting to say Herbie Kirby, but that's not it. Um, so what is Herbie? Uh, so what we call um, the where you take your trash out at your house. Yeah. That trash bin, we call it a Herbie Kirby in the South because you put it by your curb. Oh. All right. Maybe maybe my dad called it the Herbie Kirby. Maybe. Anyway, so I kept backing into the dumpster at my whole job and nobody lets me live it down. Like every now and again, I get a text that's like, you still backing into dumpsters? <laughs> like, yes. Thankfully, the dumpster at our work is a little 
further away. Yeah, I park far away from dumpsters, <laughs> just so everyone knows. We just got a message from Danielle in Roner Park, something she can't live down. Uh, she said, breaking my finger by poking somebody. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Gina from Murder Park, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Oh, God, yes. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Gina, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay, sounds good. Is the oh, God, because you're worried or because you're ready? That is for you to find out, Amber. Ooh. <laughs> There's a smack talk right there. Is that smack talk? I think that yeah, absolutely counts. That's an extra point. I think that'll count. Yeah, we'll just count it. Half a point bonus rewarded. Amber's record's 485 wins and 38 losses. She is out of the the studio. Gina, are you ready? I'm ready. Question one. Chris Evans says that he has no desire to play Captain America again. Which character did Chris Evans recently play in a Toy Story spinoff? Um, Buzz Lightyear? That is correct. Here's question number two. Eric Church and NBA legend Michael Jordan recently hung together in Nashville. They talked about their love for the University of North Carolina. What is the mascot for the University of North Carolina? Um, I'm going to take a guess. Is it a Panther? That is incorrect. Here's question number three. Cameron Diaz is coming out of retirement to start in a new Netflix action comedy with Jamie Foxx called Back in Action. Which movie franchise did Cameron Diaz star in with Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu? Uh, Charlie's Angels. That is correct. Here's question number four. Luke Bryan has half of his next album done. True or false, this will be Luke Bryan's eighth studio record. True. That is correct. And here's question number five. Harrison Ford's wife wants him to stop flying so much because of his close calls. Harrison Ford flew spaceships as Han Solo in which movie franchise? Star Wars. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, you should be nervous today because Gina from Roner Park got four and a half out of five today. All right. That's a pretty good one, huh? Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Here's question number one, Amber. Chris Evans says that he has no desire to play Captain America again. Which character did Chris Evans recently play in a Toy Story spinoff? Buzz Lightyear? That is correct. Okay, sorry. Gina also got that correct. <laughs> one to one's a score. Question two. Eric Church and NBA legend Michael Jordan recently hung out together in Nashville. They talked about their love for the University of North Carolina. What is the mascot or team name for the University of North Carolina? know this one uh it's the tar heels that is correct it makes no sense i what are what is a tar heel i still don't know (laughs) gina got that incorrect amber you're up two to one here's question number three cameron diaz is coming out of retirement to star in a new netflix action comedy with jamie fox called back in action what movie franchise did cameron diaz star in with drew barrymore and lucy Liu? charlie's angels that is correct. Gina also got that correct. Three to two is the score. Question four. Luke Bryan has half of his next album done. True or false, Amber? This will be Luke Bryan's eighth studio album. Um, false. That is incorrect. Uh-huh. It's true. Gina got that correct. So the score is now three to three. And here's question number five. Harrison Ford's wife wants him to stop flying so much because of his close calls. Harrison Ford flew spaceships as Han Solo in which movie franchise? Star Wars. That is correct. The final score is four to four. But if you remember, Gina from Runner Park talks smack, which means she got that half a point bonus. Gina, you are now the champion of the Amber Showdown. 
<laughs> Not only have you beat me, and I'm, I'm very sad about it today, but you're going to the Shoreline Amphitheater on July 30th to see the chicks! Yay! And by the way, Gina, you get to say the phrase. I'm smarter than Amber. You're going to see the chicks thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. So yesterday we got this call from Jeff from Roner Park. I got one for you guys to research on. Here's one for you. How many people still write checks and use a stamp to pay their bills? Oh, oh. I'm, I'm guessing maybe 15%. Yeah, I still do that. It's a habit. I just can't quit. I don't think I've ever paid a bill with a check. Have you? Yeah. Well, mostly it's the bridge toll for the Golden Gate Bridge. Because I can't figure out how to do it online. But I've paid some bills with checks before. Yeah. It's annoying, but I do it sometimes. Really? Yeah. Okay. The only thing I write checks for is for my nail lady because she doesn't accept Venmo or cash, really. Really? I'm like, so there's really no other way to pay you. So you have to like go get checks at the bank just for that one purchase? Pretty much. Yeah. That's what I've had to do. I've done it for my old apartment i could only pay my rent with checks so i would do that i paid a lawyer with checks and the golden gate bridge so i'm pretty used to it i don't like doing it but you gotta do what you gotta do yeah i mean they're nice to have around that understand why especially people from the older generation like 55 plus use checks Mm -hmm. because they didn't want to have a lot of cash on them so checks were the next best thing to have just a checkbook so you know in case anything bad happens and also it's safer than like a debit or credit card in the way that, you know, there's not scammers and your information isn't out there. Right. My grandma, when we used to go to the grocery store, used to write a check every single time growing up. Yeah, my grandma still does that. Really? She tries to pay in check everywhere we go. And some people are like, what? I don't know what to do with this piece of paper. <laughs> They're like, is there a QR code on here that yeah. I scan? What's going on it's, here? It's like that time I handed you cash to get me a soda from the <laughs> gas station. I was like, what do I do with this? Same same kind of interaction. Uh, yeah. uh, but we did take a poll on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. We asked, do you pay your bills with a check? 100% of people on our Instagram said they do not pay their bills with a check at all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking.